0: Hello, I'm David Plott, Mlex's Managing Editor for Asia, coming to you today from our bureau in Hong Kong. If you're new to Mlex's podcasts, a very warm welcome. And if you've listened to our podcast before, welcome back. Today we're headed to Japan, that's where one of the world's biggest retailers has found itself in hot water recently over the way it apparently treats its suppliers. The company in question is Amazon now amazon offers discounts on the products supplied to it nothing wrong with that you might say but amazon is suspected of making the suppliers of those products cover part of the discounts it offers and that's where the problem with japan's competition regulator begins here with me today to talk about amazon's troubles in japan and what may be a turning point in japanese antitrust enforcement is Mlex correspondent Toko Sekaguchi. We're also joined by MLEX's chief global antitrust correspondent, Leah Nylan, on one of her regular visits to Asia from our bureau in Washington, D.C. Welcome to this podcast, Toko, and welcome back to Hong Kong, Leah.
1: Thanks, David. Thanks, David.
2: Happy to be with you.
0: Toko, if Amazon has been making its suppliers shoulder additional costs to sell their products on its platform, how does that collide with Japanese antitrust rules?
1: Well, for starters, um, Japan's antitrust enforcement, in addition to being the watchdog of competition, also functioned, functions as the protector of the little guys. And in many cases, this means suppliers and subcontractors that do business with huge manufacturers and retailers. Um, the argument here is that in the bigger picture, allowing giant companies to do as they wish threatens the overall competition. And one of the ways in which the Japan Fair Trade Commission, or the JFTC does this, is by invoking the abuse of superior bargaining position, which stipulates that companies with stronger bargaining positions can't take unfair advantage of their less empowered business partners. Um, The key word here being superior which is, uh, by definition, an entirely relative term, um, which allows for a pretty far-reaching application. In Amazon Japan's case, the problem was that Amazon initially purchased goods from suppliers at one price, and after having sold them at a discount on its website, retroactively demanded that suppliers shoulder some of the cost. And suppliers, given their relationship with the online giant, maybe couldn't say no for fear of losing future business with Amazon, and that's where the investigation is. It's not a widely held notion in other jurisdictions, and in some countries similar protections may exist in consumer law or specific regulations.
0: But even in Japan, we don't hear of these rules being enforced very often. Yet surely other companies have found themselves in superior bargaining positions against their suppliers. So why are the rules being applied to Amazon and why now?
1: Like you pointed out, David, um, superior position abuses has fallen out of favor here for a couple of reasons. Um, For one, many in the legal community see it as a somewhat arbitrary and subjective application of the law. Uh, It's difficult to fight the charge because the JFTC says that the requirements for violation is that number one the offender has a superior bargaining position, which has been loosely applied, and that number two, an abusive behavior took place because why else would someone accept an unfair deal unless they were in a weaker position and couldn't say no? Um, There's also the matter of the fine. Uh, The JFTC added the superior position abuse to sanctionable offenses in 2010. And because large companies that tend to get hit with the violation usually deal with hundreds, if not thousands, of small businesses, the fine can easily add up to what some people call cartel level, when the actual wrongdoing um, involves something like having had employees of suppliers help out or inventory in the back end of of a retail shop. So, the JFTC has appeared a bit reluctant to enforce this uh, superior position abuses for a few years now, Um, until last year, though, when it raided a gas company for imposing quotas on affiliated retailers, and of course, in March, they went after Amazon. Amazon's violation was a classic case, straight out of the example list of bad behaviors and the JFTC's guideline on superior position abuse. So it seems like the regulator's move was unrelated to the fact that the offender was the world's biggest online store and the fact that uh, Amazon or companies like Amazon um, encompasses all hot-button topics that antitrust regulators are now discussing, um, things like disruptive industries and two-sided or multiple-sided markets and the data economy. However, uh, our interview with the JFTC's chairman this week demonstrated that the Japanese regulator is increasingly looking at this antitrust tool to look into issues like data collection, which other jurisdictions are beginning to do, although through other legal frameworks.
0: Leah, where is this issue uh, playing out elsewhere in the world?
2: So there are a couple other jurisdictions that have an abuse of superior bargaining position provision in their law. Aside from Japan, um, there's also Korea here in Asia. And then there are a number of member states in the EU, including Austria, France, Germany, Italy, Bulgaria, and the Slovak Republic. Um, Probably the most interesting investigation in this area right now is one involving Facebook that's taking place in Germany. Technically, it's an abuse of dominance probe, but it has um, a lot of aspects that are similar to an abuse of superior bargaining position investigation.
0: What's the focus of, of that particular investigation, the one in Germany?
2: So uh, the Bundeskartellamt, that's the German Federal Cartel Office, which is their antitrust authority, opened a probe in 2016 into Facebook's data handling practices. Um, Under German law, the Bundeskartellamt can challenge companies that engage in exploitive behavior, such as by imposing excessive prices or some type of unfair business terms. So um, the German authority did an investigation into Facebook, and in December they sent the company an initial assessment based on the probe. They found that Facebook gathers data from lots of sites without users' knowledge or agreement, which breaches German data protection rules. And then the company then abuses its market power by merging that data with the information that users input into their Facebook accounts. Also, users are, as the German authority said, practically locked in through Facebook's network, because there's n- few other social network options. So the German probe alleges that Facebook abuses its market power by essentially imposing exploitative business terms where the user has no control over his or her data. So as I mentioned, they sent an initial assessment to Facebook. Um, in December, Facebook is working on its response. And the German authority expects to have a final decision sometime in the early summer, so pretty soon.
0: Uh, Toko, what does the JFTC think of uh, uh, the German regulator's investigation?
1: Japan's antitrust regulator put out its thinking on the data economy last year, but they say it'll be a while before they actually open up actual cases. And JFTC's chairman Sugimoto told us that he's keeping a close watch on the German probe. But what was also interesting was that Sugimoto said that maybe Japan can look at problems of online giants' data collection using the abuse of superior bargaining position. And in this scenario, online data collectors would possess a superior bargaining position over individuals who would be considered suppliers of personal information and they would be supplying um, their data in exchange uh, of online services such as uh, the use of search engines or social networks or hailing cabs. If the lopsided power balance results in platforms collecting more data than they need to the detriment of the people using their services, that may be considered an abuse of superior bargaining position. And this would be an unconventional use of an antitrust tool that traditionally has been used to rein in old school businesses that are actually being threatened by the likes of Amazon and Uber, um, national supermarket chains, and giant car manufacturers.
0: Toko, Leah, thanks very much for shedding light on this critical issue. We'll be looking forward to more coverage of these important developments in Japan's antitrust landscape. So thanks again to both of you.
2: Thank you, David. Thanks so much.
0: If you'd like to read more on this topic, you can find the stories on our website. Head to mlexmarketinsight.com. Click on Insight Center, then click on Editor's Picks. I'm David Plott. Thanks very much for joining us today, and be sure to visit us again soon for another in MLEX's ongoing series of podcasts.